Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode number 91. My name is Quinn Eaton. DJ, how are you doing? He's not doing because he's not here. But you know who is here? Isaac. It's me. I'm Bayer. I'm here. Isaac. Don't worry. I'm here. Yes, and I'm back. We are all thankful that you're back. Uh, I've had a lot of nasty emails. Where is Isaac? Why isn't he on the podcast more? Uh, you guys should stop. Things like that. And uh, I think that this will be a good transition out of those complaints. What was? Excuse me. What's on your end there? Nothing at all. Don't okay. worry about that. You, hey, you go along with that intro, and I'll. Uh, I'm just gonna just give me one moment. You go ahead and do that intro. I know uh, your intros. Uh, it's fi- it's five fifty three right now. You'll be done around six fifteen. So I'll be back around that time when you finish with the intro. Okay. And uh, all right. So if anyone is wondering, uh, Isaac and I usually have to record the podcast uh, over the internet. The the beautiful creation that is the internet uh, and it connects us we we look at each other through our uh, laptops and we record the audio separately if anyone was wondering it's very interesting but it's really not at all uh, and if, and I, I think some technical difficulties or issues happened on Isaac's end but he looks to be back just now he looks to be back I'm back okay, so he's back again welcome back I'm back uh, both to the podcast Tell a friend and then yep. eight, all you need to know uh, for the first place, how have you been doing since the last time you were on the podcast, Mr. Bayer? I've been great. I've been very busy, but I've been just fine. Doing, doing uh, you know, regular stuff that regular people do. You know, nothing out of the ordinary. So you're yeah. just a regular person is what you're saying. You're not special. Yeah. Yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Um, you know what? We've got a topic that's a little bit out of the ordinary ordinary today because it's just so good uh, because I don't think a lot of people are talking about this. This is something that is flying underneath the radar. We're going to cover it uh, to about 95% as we always do. Now, Isaac, for those people that are tuning in, maybe they uh, just listened to the Todd Faulkner episode. Uh, maybe they oh, maybe they stumbled upon A great episode. Thank you very much. Maybe they stumbled upon theallyouneedtoknow.com. Uh, go ahead and, and tell those people uh, that are tuning in for the first time, which in episode 91, they probably should have listened a little bit sooner. Uh, but go ahead and tell them how this podcast works. Okay, all right. It starts out like this, okay? You've got maybe a 40-minute, 30-minute podcast, right? First 10 minutes, introduction and general just nonsense, okay? Sure. Everything, everything after that, Covers one particular topic up and around the 80% to the 95% range. Sure. And then uh, and then they always end off with uh, a song. I don't know the most recent song. What is it? Is it The Cube? Uh, it's Shakedown. Is it now, still it's Cube? Shakedown Street by uh, The Grateful Dead. Yeah, we changed, we changed okay. it once again. Yeah, switched up. See, a lot of... And that's okay. Keeping it fresh. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, do you think... But as you, as you listen to that song, you think to yourself, you know, what... You know, what problems do I have with what they've said? Many times. I've listened to an episode where I've... Something's irked me. You've you've mispronounced a word or you've, you know, misrepresented a fact. And as soon as it's finished, I get on my computer fast as I can. I, I crank out an email as quick I, as I, I can. Know. I send it. I know. Uh, and we appreciate you, I guess, fact-checking our podcast for the most part. 
but yeah, do you think the point of that was to say that you should do the same thing? You know, do, people should do the same. Do you think that it's okay that we switch out the song every once in a while, or should we just stick to one? You know. No, no, no. Definitely keep it fresh. Well, I, I think we are keeping it fresh uh, with Shakedown Street because we're taking a topic and we're shaking it down, if you know what I'm saying. Shake it down. Uh, oh, yeah. And we've got one to shake down today if you want to go ahead and jump into this because, like you said, our intro usually goes a little bit lengthy, and I think we should go ahead and dive into this topic if you're ready to go. Uh, it should be really exciting. Yes, I'm very excited to dive into this okay. topic Okay, well, DJ Pig, not here. Curtis is here, and he's, of course, always an asshole. Uh, but Isaac is with us all the way from Virginia, right? No. No. North Carolina. That's all it. right. But it's all right, though, because it's been, it's like the third place. You, you keep know, moving a, around. You keep moving around, I'm but there's wanderer. one thing that's constant, Isaac. There's absolutely one thing, one thing that's constant, and it's today's and topic. it is. Football. Yep. All right, so our intro and exit songs occasionally change, but one thing that has stayed constant is the topic transition music, which is apparently very popular among our listeners. I think a lot of people like it. What's what's your opinion on it? Just to just to quickly throw it out there. Um, like a seven and a half out of ten at most. Okay, and why is it that score? I don't know. It's uh, it's original, right, or is it not original? We'll go ahead and say it is. Okay. Um, I don't believe you, therefore you I'll shouldn't. say seven and a half out of ten. Okay. But All right. it's not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, we do have an in-house band, uh, but we just don't use them that often. So maybe we should maybe look into that a little bit more. But uh, you know what we're going to look into right now is football. Okay. We've got a lot to get to today, Isaac. Okay. And, so I and want with you that to single sentence with that single sentence. You might have just you know fifty percent of the listening base. Oh, I'll listen to the one next week. Sure. Not everybody's um, into football, yet, I, I but know, lots of people are. But we're trying to. We're not going to sit here and say, "Oh, who are the best teams? Oh, what is this? What is that?" Right. We're going to talk right. about football. Nonsense. We're going to talk about football from about thirty-five thousand feet, uh, and it's going to okay. be it's going to be a lot of nonsense. But it's also going to get a little technical. Uh, you might learn something if if you you know listen closely and take notes today. Uh, but Isaac, I'll go ahead and tell you to strap in because Strapped. you're going to be going for a wild ride. I'm going to take you Whoa. for a ride okay. with football. Yes. Okay. Isaac, first question. This is for you solely. I'm not going to answer this at all, and I'm not going to contribute. Describe football to someone that is either an alien or has been in a coma since the existence of football, and now they are sitting next to you at a game, and they turn to you and say, hey, what is going on here? So remember, either an alien that has just kind of came down from another planet, has never experienced football or witnessed it, and they come down to Lambeau Field or something, and they say, hey, uh, what's going on here? I don't understand. Or someone that was in a coma since the existence of football, which is a long time, uh, long a medical, time. Be a medical miracle that they're still alive. Uh, but here they yes. are, and they're asking you this question. Okay. You know, I'm not going to go super in-depth because that would be a lengthy and boring uh, story. But I'll, I'll summarize. Okay? Two teams. F- football. It's an oblong shape. And you either run it into the opposing zone of the field or you'll kick it uh, between some goal posts lots of uh different styles of play you know what i'm saying you throw the ball you throw the ball forward you toss it backwards um you run it with your hands and feet 
and uh, sometimes you'll kick it. All right, so I'm just going to put myself in the position of this person that has no idea what football is, and I'm going to start asking that's, some questions, okay? Is that's that a good idea. That's a, that's fine. Okay, so you said uh, there's a lot of running with it and uh, oblong and all that things and things of that nature. Uh, you said zones, uh, so is it, is it made out of lasers, or what, what would be the zones, the different teams' zones, like you said? That's uh, AstroTurf. AstroTurf, okay. And that is? Uh, fake grass. Fake grass. fake grass, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long is this fake grass? Uh, it could be, uh, you know, it could be like an inch, an inch and a half. Preferably, I'm asking how long the field is, I guess. Okay, it's 100 yards, 100-yard field. Okay, gotcha. And uh, there's Not what? including the end zones, you know. There's what, an offense and a defense? That's right, yep, a team uh, trying to score and a team stopping that uh, team from trying to score. And is there any, like, can the team just try for as long as they want to? or is there Yeah, any four sort tries. Of... Four tries with uh, intermittent refreshes if they're good enough. But some teams wow. are not good enough to obtain a, a refresh on their four tries. Therefore, uh, they have to give that ball away, give possession of that ball. Back and, to how, and how do they give that ball away there? Uh, I'm just asking. I'm not, uh, oh, you mean like a... Like how do they mess up? How do they for have the to get team, it back? For the team, for the so it's called uh, a refresh if the team gets it. Uh, how however many yards, right? Yeah, yeah, ten yards. Okay, and then they get a refresh. Yeah, they'll refresh their four tries. Is there any other term for that? Um, it's Maybe called a first down. First down. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. So it really doesn't make much much sense because nobody was nobody's down. I think I refresh makes a means. little bit more sense, yes. It's a refresh, yeah. Um, and then it's just, you know, whoever scores the most points, I'm guessing, how most sports work. That's exactly right. It's not like golf. Right, okay. It's the All opposite right. of golf. And I'm going to pretend, we're going to assume that the character that I am portraying already knows what golf is. You don't have to explain that to him because we don't have enough time for that. They might know what croquet is. But I think you did a great job there. Uh, that's kind of tough. Anytime you have to describe a sport uh, to someone that has no idea what it is, it is absolutely just in. Oh, I've tried. I'm sure you've been in a position where you've had to try to explain the rules of a game, and it's just in. It's absolutely maddening. You know. Yes. Uh, right. per, the, you're like, how do you not understand this? And they're like, well, I just I'm not familiar with it. And you say, well, Grandma, you get the hell out of my room then. Uh, stuff oh, like geez. that. Four grams. Yeah, well, and she, you know, scooted out after that. But the thing is, football, along with a lot of other sports, there's just a lot of intricate details to it. And you just have to be, uh, either you have to play it or you have to be a, a, a very uh, involved fan to know all the ins and outs of football. But I think you did a great job explaining it to someone that had never seen it before. Uh, basically, right, you right. just throw an oblong shape uh you occasionally uh keep the oblong shape and you run with it or you kick the oblong shape uh whether that is to the opposing team or through uh what you called goal post a field goal something like that yes that's all right pretty good uh, uh explanation again from you thank you very much that was then you shortened it down is what you said you said let me give you a brief summary and then i just yes. gave a brief synopsis or summary of what you said your summary that's so hey right cliff notes for football right here if anyone needs Summer to write a paper that's right that's right now let's move on to the next discussion point which is what is better college football or nfl football go ahead nfl football i don't uh i don't really care for college football 
Okay. I don't really, uh, you know, nowadays I don't watch a lot of football. You know, this takes me back. One of the first episodes we ever did might be the first one completely. We talked about football back before we had the current uh, format of the podcast. Right. We did. And we talked briefly about college football, and, and in this that episode, I also uh, expressed that I I was into it, and I still like it, but I don't watch it as much. And nothing's changed. It's been over a year. Nothing's wow. changed. Yeah, probably yes. a little bit over, maybe close to two years. Uh, it's since, been close that, to two years but since that up podcast was out. Um, so you are a, a proponent of NFL football over college football. Yes, uh, I personally. Like both, uh, but would lean a little bit towards NFL football just because I think you become connected to uh, the professional players, whereas the colleges, you're connected to uh, the university itself. Because whenever you watch college football, players come and go. Either they graduate, they transfer, uh, they find something else to do. Uh, In NFL football, you've always got those guys. You know, you've got your Tom Brady's and your Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, your you, Antonio Browns, your Antonio Browns, and your D.D. Westbrooks, uh, your Haha Clinton Dix—they're all yeah, out Randy, there. Randy Moss, sure, yeah, and they're all out there every single week. But, well, he doesn't, and thank you for clarifying because someone might have assumed that that was a current player, since all the other players yeah. that we named were current. I, I was um, just thinking of people's names, you know. And that you Garth, did a great job, Garth Brooks. Now, Garth Brooks is, uh, I, I believe, a country music artist, so he would not Frank fall Sinatra. underneath. Okay, so now you're just saying random people's names, and that's perfectly fine. But let's get back to the discussion, which is college oh. or NFL football, which one is better. Um, that's a tough question, right, right, and I, right. think it, I think it's opinion-based. It's NFL. I think it's, it's very opinionated. Yeah, right, no, it's NFL for sure. Well, I think a lot of people like the passion that college football players uh, play with, uh, because they are not pay- they're not playing for a paycheck or fame or glory. Maybe they're they're playing for a little bit of fame or glory, uh, but they're playing they're for the university. They're definitely playing for money now, and for their scholarship, or else they're getting kicked out of school. And that's uh, yeah, we, nobody wants that. Okay, yes. Yeah, so so they are in a sense playing for money, uh, but it's in a scholarship form. Uh, at least we hope uh, under NCAA rules and regulations. But the thing the the point that I was trying to drive was that the college players play for that play for their teammates and they play for that the name of their school across their chest more than they do a paycheck whenever it comes to the NFL and I think that that's why some people like college football better because there's more passion uh, there's a lot of rivalries people love college football whereas NFL football you know you've got you've got your teams that always are up, up at the top you've got your teams that seem to always be at the bottom and that's true and they are playing for money for the most part. They're playing for a profit. But, yes. So you're sitting college here saying, ranks, yeah. you're saying, you're saying, oh, NFL by far. Um, I'm trying to defend college football just a little bit because I do enjoy. Uh, whenever you invest in something uh, or you're a part of something bigger than yourself, and what I'm saying is joining a fan base, liking a certain school, liking a certain team, and following them, uh, it can get pretty. Whenever they lose, you lose too. It, it, it's it's something where you're involved. Uh, and you don't have a favorite college team, but uh, you do have a favorite NFL team, right? Yes. The Green Bay Packers. That's correct. So Green Bay Packers, of course, uh, they win a lot of games. Uh, they've yeah. lost a, they've lost a couple uh, in their you, recent yeah. years. Yeah. Whenever, whenever they win, does it make you happy? Yeah, I do. I like to uh, watch them win, you know? And whenever they lose, does it make you feel sad? Yes. This is a good... You could... 
keep some of these questions uh, good psychiatric evaluation you know yeah I, and I use them a lot uh, and, I, and what I'm getting at is why do you think you become so invested in something that you know they don't care they're not sending you emails saying oh thank you for being a fan why why do you care so much for them whenever they wow. don't care that much for you hmm. besides the fact that you besides the fact that they, they you give them money sometimes maybe you support them uh, right but here's 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 a hard hitting question, okay? There's a movie called Fever Pitch. Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore, one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Definitely my favorite rom com, which is a romantic comedy. Uh, yes. And the whole plot is that Jimmy Fallon loves the Boston Red Sox, or his character loves the Boston Red Sox so much that he has season tickets, and he kind of becomes overwhelmed uh, by his passion for a sport. Uh, and it gets in the way of being with Drew Barrymore's character. One of his friends says, I know you love the Red Sox, but have the Red Sox ever loved you back? Now, that wow. is a question Hard that's hit. tough. Hard because I, I can sit here, I invest a lot of time. Uh, I'm a Louisville Cardinal fan. I'm a Murray State fan. And I'm also a Minnesota Vikings fan whenever it comes to football. Uh, and I love all of those teams, but have they ever loved me back? That's the question. And it's, No, it's, none of them. Murray State, definitely not. Well, and they take your money. You pay them money. You have to pay them to like them, and that's okay. well, that's and messed up. Sort of, yeah. But uh, it's just kind of an interesting question whenever you sit there and think about uh, these fan bases, all these people that are absolutely crazed for sports, uh, that they follow these teams, uh, and and in a, you know they're not they're not necessarily they're connected with them in a way, but they're not actually physically connected to the teams. And I think that's a little bit interesting, uh, a little bit uh, philosophical, right? Right, very philosophical. I was about to say how you know how far down this rabbit hole do you in- intend to go? You know, we're stopping right there because now we're going to talk it. about football Saturdays and Sundays, which are Quick basically turnaround. basically very week, hard 180. basically weekly holidays. Right on college college football, you've got your Saturdays. It's it's all day long, and then Sunday, of course, devoted to NFL football. Kickoff at twelve. You've got games that go all the way until Sunday night football uh, that caps off. The week, and then you've got Monday night and Thursday night football for the NFL. Which, of course, I think the Monday night or I think the Thursday night has been a little controversial. Players in the NFL don't want to play on Thursday night, so they feel like they don't have enough time to recover uh, their turnaround, and that week is not, uh, you know, applicable for for their schedules. But let's talk about this, okay? Of course, you're going to be uh, you're going to be favoring the NFL Sundays because you think that you're a big NFL fan, but right. you've got so much football packed into a weekend uh it's just absolutely amazing whether you're sitting there uh on your couch eating potato chips watching it on tv maybe you buy a ticket to the game and you're tailgating or possibly you are sweating through your shirt as you owe a lot of people money because you're gambling on these games okay oh boy what would be your favorite way out of those three uh to enjoy a football game oh man i'm uh i um you know, I get a lot of, uh, I catch a lot of flack for this, but I'm not a big uh, see it life type of guy. Okay, you know, music, sports, things of that nature. Wow. You know, yeah, I, I tend to just, I'll watch it at home. That's fine enough. You know. Okay. Make it make a little day out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Sunday night football. I'll order a pizza. Maybe I'll crack open a, a root beer. Right. Yeah. That's because, about it. Because you have to be of age to drink. I, I'm not entirely. You're not 21, right? No, no, no. Yeah, so root beer would be the only beer that you should be drinking, yes. Right. I know every Sunday night, whenever it rolls around, we get a bunch of guys together, and we crack open at least two cases of root beer. Uh, a lot of root beer is consumed 
um, and I think everyone has a great time because of it. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 kind of in the same boat as you. I do like to see live events, but at the same time, there are perks of sitting there and watching it on your television. Number one, you are in the comfort of your own home, and number two, whenever they whenever something happens on the field, you get to see an instant replay at least eight or nine times because that's right. apparently sports coverage favorite thing to do is say oh wow what a catch or ooh did he fumble it let's see it from this angle this slow let's see it from this yeah, angle you can even watch slower the plays. yep you can watch it uh, from the top you know from the side you can yes. watch the uh the game from many angles they now have ref cams which the camera is in their hat i, I saw that very it's strange like a, it's like a body camera you know uh but yep. hey if, if it adds to the media and the consumption of the game that's fine for a, t- for a TV consumer, that's perfectly fine with me. Uh, but so tailgating, you you wouldn't be against it, right? Because you can always take your root beer and drink it there. Right, but then what would be the point? I'm not even in the stadium. I'm not at my house or in the stadium. I'm outside the stadium. Well, but now tail- I'm now I'm paying for propane for my grill, and I'm paying for hot dogs. And some slackers come up to me. Some of my slacker friends mind if I get a hot dog? And oh, you didn't bring your own hot dogs. You didn't bring your own root right. beer. Every tailgate has some slacker friends. You're exactly right about that. Uh, but tailgating doesn't have to be during the game. You can tailgate before. Uh, you can tailgate after. Uh, you can, And like we said, maybe you get the best of both worlds. You tailgate at the stadium, but then you just bring a TV and you watch it there. I know a lot of fans do that. They sit in the parking lot and watch the game on a television. Uh, I've when never the stadium, heard of that. Oh, it happens so often. Is that often. real? Is that true? Yes. yes, you don't believe me? Why don't you believe I mean, me? I don't know. It's just a little. Why would you go all the way to the stadium if you weren't going to go in the stadium? People like like to be invested in something that's bigger than themselves. So if they drive to this uh, parking lot, pay sixty odd dollars for a spot there, just for to a, sit yeah, there and parking. watch it on their television, which doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to watch it on TV, just stay at home. But they like to be there. They like to be in the atmosphere of the game. Okay, and that that definitely happens because I, I haven't done it, but I have witnessed people doing it. Uh, and it, like I said, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but uh, no, I guess no. to each their own. More power to no them, sense, right? No sense. No sense. Yeah. Now gambling on football, which is now legal. Um, is it legal? Y- yes, it's le- illegal. Legal. Illegal. It's e legal or is it? Yeah, le- like every everywhere Ill- illegal, everywhere legal. So it's illegal. Okay. It's just the easier way illegal. to say it. Illegal. Illegal. Right, 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 everywhere right. legal. Yes. And, and it can get a little confusing, but that's just all that that means. Have you ever gambled on on a football game or even a sporting event? Uh, no, I I don't tend to gamble on sporting events. No. Do you understand like gambling and how it works? Like, oh, uh, Minnesota. I'm gonna favored. say fifty dollars to that guy right there. Hey, Quinn, I'll bet you fifty dollars that my team's gonna win and your team's gonna lose, and you'll say you're on. And then we both spit in our hands and shake them, and then whoever ends up being you know whoever whichever team wins that person will give you know receive right. 50 dollars from the okay. other person yeah but I, and that's just like kind of gambling in general i was talking about more of like the the numeric part of gambling as whenever it comes to football like if minnesota opens up as a seven and a half point favorite uh then you can either go against the spread or take the spread right like the like, cover uh, like a cheese spread well, like okay. take the spread like so when they're serving like a cheese spread? Not exactly, okay? Uh, there's a saying that says good teams win, great teams cover, which just means they would cover that spread for that week. So Minnesota, if they're favored by 7.5 points, they would win by by 8 or more points. 
Okay, does that wow. make sense? And then yeah. there's also how do you get for, seven and a half points in uh, football? Well, that they they always do that because you don't want them you don't want them to be like a tie to where they have to say, oh, well, we don't really know what to do uh, as far as like the the people that are running all of the uh, bets. You want it to always be either one way or the other. And they, I don't know, a lot of people don't don't realize this, but gambling, uh, they always set it up to where the house wins. So you're better off not. That is what they say. They say the house yeah. always wins. The house always wins, yeah. Um, so you're you're better off to not bet. Probably keep that money in your own pocket and spend it on brats and, and hot dogs for your slacker friends and to come spreads. take. And yeah. cheese spreads. And cheese spreads, yes. Instead of taking the spread and gambling, why don't you take your money and go buy some spread uh, as far as cheese spread goes, I think that'd be the better spread for football Saturdays and Sundays, at least for you apparently, because you're a big fan of spreads. Which I'm not really sure. Just a cheese spread? Like, is it a pimento or? That's that's the purpose. It's a lot of cheeses. A lot of different cheeses. Okay, so yeah, you've got spreads options. just uh, one genre of food, right? With multiple subgenres. Okay, and then there's always, uh, with every game, there's an over-under. Uh, so the the people will say, hey, uh, the over-under is at 46.5 points. So that's for the total for both teams. So, oh, well, the uh, Rams and the Chiefs are playing, and the over-under is 46.5. I'm going to take the over. That would be a safe bet, right, if you got the Rams and Chiefs playing. Does right, that make sense? they both have uh, terrible defense, right? Right, well. Good offense, terrible defense, both teams. Yeah. A great offense is a good punter. That's the phrase, right? Uh, I'm not, I can't say I've uh, heard of that one. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the dangers of football, okay? there are a, There's a lot of controversy surrounding the game of football. I know a lot of young... Uh, there's not a lot of youth playing the game because parents are starting to become aware of how dangerous the sport is and they're trying to protect their children. Um, right. What are your opinions on the dangers of football? Specifically, you've got a lot of brain injuries, CTEs. Uh, what does Isaac Bayer have to say about that? I reckon this. I say, back in the day, it was all leather, you know? It's like uh, rugby. It's all leather. No padding. Yes. Um, and, you know, maybe there was lots of injuries, but I'll also say, look at how far that we've come with uh, padding technology. Yes, that's true. Same injuries, you know? What's the difference? Nothing. No difference. Everybody's injured either way. Okay, so you're saying... So what's the point? It what's doesn't the matter. Point? Why, right, why are you getting so scared, you know? Well, and a lot of people, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, we're worried about these brain injuries in football, uh, and it's we need to fix up the helmets even more. And we've got these big, you know, metal, or not metal, but there's some kind of strong plastic. I'm not entirely sure what material yeah, a, they use. It's a plastic, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, but we've got these, these uh, helmets that are supposed to be uh, protective devices, but instead players are using them basically as weapons. And so the fact that you just brought up the Leatherheads helmet, like the leather helmets that people used to wear, a lot of people are saying, hey, if we go back to those leather helmets, then players will stop leading with their head uh, and, and tackle more safely, and we won't have as many brain injuries. Do you think that there's any logic to that argument? I think if you go with a leather helmet, then you go um, leather all the way. So leather, leather pants. Leather tunic, yeah, leather pants. And like leather a, leather is so breathable, too, that I think oh, all the players would be 100% breathable. behind leather. Uh, I think it's the most right. breathable fabric that we have as far as uh, human existence is concerned. 
Um, but yeah, there's football is dangerous. It's a dangerous sport. People are flying at you know 100 miles an hour at each other, trying to take people's heads off. It seems like um, wow. just just to make it miles an hour. Just yeah, 100, and that's estimated. Uh, but just to make a quick point, any other time where there's this much physical violence, usually the people are separated into weight classes, right? So if someone's gonna fight someone else. They're in similar weight classes, but in football, you've got 150-pound guys going up against 268, 275-pound guys, like tackling, tackling the hell out of them. Yep, yep, exactly. Do you think that there's maybe a little bit of concern there as well? No, no concern. No, you can't matter. expect no because you can't expect for uh, you can't discriminate, you know, by weight. Certain people can't do certain things. You know, a 200-something pound fella can't uh, run quite as fast sometimes as a lighter fella. And you can't expect to have a well-rounded team. That's true. Uh, you make it. You make you a know, very valid point there, Mr. Bear. Um, I and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you you just said that football was created so that fat people could play a sport. That's what uh, you gleaned from that comment. Well, I just made. and I saw the look in your eyes. The audience did not, of course. Uh, and I saw the sarcasm that you were portraying and conveying to me. Um, so I just, I just, I just wanted, just wanted to have in the dark there. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure. So you're, you're not saying that, right? I'm gonna go on the record and say, uh, no, I, that's not okay. what I meant All by right. that. And I think if you, if you were saying that, that's very offensive. And I, and I would definitely fight against that. Because all of the guys up front, the offensive line and defensive line, which you didn't cover earlier in your summary of football, um, but all of those guys are as critical as the quarterback. Uh, both, all of those positions are just absolutely, uh, you know, important to the team whenever it comes to having a successful offense or defense. Um, and I think that that would be extremely uh, churlish of you to say that about fat people. Yes, it's a good thing I didn't say that then, right? Right, it is a great thing that you didn't say that. And here's something that is also on our list of things to talk about, rule changes, okay? Uh, we were just talking about the dangers of football. Now there's a, there's a change in the rules called targeting. You can't lead with your helmet. Helmet-to-helmet contact, uh, that's a big X. That's, been, uh, that's a big no-no. Yeah, but that's been something for a while now, right? Yes. That's not new. Yeah, but, but in recent years, we're just trying to cover it all. Uh, pass interference, I think... The, one of the hardest things to do is play defense in football because it seems like you can't. It seems like all the rules favor the offensive players nowadays. It's true. It's true. Now, they just recently updated a pass interference thing to where the defensive back or the person that is covering the uh, wide receiver on offense can, doesn't have to turn around and look at the ball now. Now they can just make a play, and they don't have to look uh, up, at the, up at the sky because used to, that'd be a pass interference call right off the bat, which pass interference is, I think it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit overblown. I don't think it should be called every single play, and it seems like it is. Um, a lot of flags these days uh, in football, I noticed. Well, it's because there's so many reasons a, to... Maybe a decade ago, you know? There's so many reasons of, to throw flags. A lot flags. of more flags. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but that's not good, you know? More rules is bad. I think so, that's too. That's a general rule in life, in general. More rules is bad. More rules is bad, yes. And I think that's the proper grammar as well. Um, and let's talk about, now that we said more rules are bad, um, let's go ahead and say, hey, let's make some more rules, okay? Are there any potential rule changes that we think we could add to football that would make it better? I've got one that I think would be very helpful and would also bring a lot of more viewers into the sport of football, and it is this, okay? Critical points in the game 
whenever the kicker has to come out and kick through the uprights or kick a field goal, okay? And, of course, right, right, right. you've got 11 guys on both sides, offense and defense, so whenever they're lining up for the kick, you've got one guy holding the ball and you've got one guy kicking it. Uh, and then the defense, of course, is trying to trying their best to block it, which is which is very hard to do. I think that one of the defensive players, every single time the offense is kicking a field goal or attempting to kick a field goal, they should be allowed to bring out an NFL or college-regulated uh, trampoline, and that one player can jump up and down and try to block the field goal on the trampoline. I think that's uh, got one critical flaw. What's that? Cleats. Doesn't matter. It's right. Re- it's an NFL regulated uh, trampoline, so it's safe for cleats. And it's only one guy. You it's, can't get a bunch of people on there. No double jumping not, or anything not, like that. It's not the the player I'm worried about. The trampoline. How do you expect the it'll a it'll hold up? It'll hold up. Pound don't, man to jump on a trampoline with cleats. Don't look into it too much. Okay. Do you have any rule okay. changes that you think would maybe right, right. I don't know spice up the game? Right. You asked me about this before we went on there. Yes. So. You know, I, I feel the need to make that because I feel as to, to make that statement because I feel as if I didn't and people listen to this, they would say this man's, you know, clinically insane. Sure. To say this. But it's but I'll tell the reason is because I thought of it right off the bat. I just I just improvised and I said it, so I'll say it here on air. Please. And the rule is this. It's a uh, an individual, any individual size, uh, or nationality for that matter, um, with no clothing on, perhaps maybe a speedo, okay. but minimal clothing, minimal clothing, maximum aerodynamics. Sure. And this this position is a twelfth position. Okay. So to an, an additional not player to on replace. The field. Right, not to replace, but to uh, supplement. Okay. And this player is the double or nothing player. Okay. Uh, if he kicks the ball in the field goal, not three points, six points. Scores a touchdown, not seven. Uh, sorry, six. Uh, uh, twelve points instead. So if right? the naked player on the and team, and if you get tackled, now hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. If you get tackled by this player, automatic safety. Now there's no turnover. Uh, it is just uh, two points. Wow. Okay, that's very fascinating. And instead of talking about that more, I think that's a great point to just end the episode and have the people kind of uh, maybe maybe dive into that themselves because that is a very interesting rule proposition that you have. Uh, but we did cover football, I think, to about 95%. Uh, we didn't talk about any teams specifically, but that's perfectly fine because I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, but Isaac, thank you for stopping in and being a part of another All You Need to, Epi- All you need to Know episode, uh, episode 91 for that matter, and I hope you enjoyed right, your right, time. Right. Thank you. I always do. I always enjoy my time here. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2know00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.